The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Brooks, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Let's uh, do this thing. We've got a lot of stuff to get to on the program today. Mike Blue is going to step up, and then it's Wednesday, which means Lou Gamblue.com joins us. We're going to the islands, and we're not going to Fantasy Island. Boss, boss, the plane, the plane, the plane is here, boss, the plane, the plane. What's going on, Cam? The plane. Hey, boss, boss, the plane. Yeah, I, I love little tattoo and uh, Corinthian leather. The Ricardo plane. The plane is here, boss. The plane. <laughs> Fantasy Island. Uh, yeah, be careful what you, you know wish for, Marenzi. That guy was a great actor, the little guy. Like, he actually had, like, big skills and stuff. And He did. You know, a little tattoo. He was a real, like, sex fiend. Like, he did, like, a lot of blow. He partied hard. He had, like, a real dark side to him, unfortunately. And uh, Fantasy Island was pretty much the uh, the end of it. But uh, that's another story. Uh, rest in peace, Tattoo. Sorry. So, the UFC. UFC, yeah, UFC Fantasy Island. Man, think how cool that would be, like, if they opened it up. Like, the intro. Yeah. Like, have it all heavy and stuff like that. Dun-dun, Fight Island, dun-dun, dun-dun, UFC, dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun-dun. And then you have sort of like the helicopter pull up, and it would just be gold, man. The plane, Dana, Dana, the plane, Dana, the plane. Then <laughs> the fighters get off the plane, and you show Ricardo Montebon there. Welcome to UFC, Fight Island. Fight Island. <laughs> Come on, you can make it. Come on, it's 2020. With holograms, you can make it work. <laughs> Excellent point. Now, I'd yeah, like to just take the family. Good sport. It's actually a really good idea, Gabe. Why do it like today? In today's world, too, with COVID 19 and stuff, just do something fun for everybody. I'm with you, like Hollywood style, pyrotechnic, like, blow it up. So like, let me ask fun. you if I ask you, sort of like the episode of Seinfeld when, when Kramer goes and, you know, he's getting, his, he's getting his will done and they're asking him, all right, listen. You can't do anything, but you can eat, you can think, um, and the machines will do everything else for you. He goes, well, I can still go to get coffee at the, at the diner. So, like, he's like, keep it, right? Stay. So I'll ask you, so like the future, Ken, do you want to be like on Futurama if I told you we're going to put your head, like, in a jar and we'll be able to do the show for, like, eternity? <laughs> I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> 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 like our heads are in a jar, so yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. So it's very like Futurama. We're gonna preserve preserve ourselves, like Ted Williams. We're gonna need to start a GoFundMe campaign. We don't have the money for that. So if you want Good me point. and Can to be around forever, you need to send us money, and uh, we could look into how we can like uh, freeze ourselves or like you know. Listen, my idea is just to record a bunch of shows and just record them and have them for release when I'm dead. And, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I've got a lot of stories I haven't gotten to uh, as well uh, as you could just do like a bunch of generic shows, Ken. Like I could just yes. do like 
four hours on the Buffalo Bills and what a disappointment they are. And I'll just tell, like, the producers in the will, play this until the Bills win. If they ever win, then you stop playing that show. But you can just play that show. And I do one for each one. Can you believe it's been 63 years since the Leafs have won? Can you believe it's been 64 years since the Leafs have won? Can you believe it's been 65 damn years since the Leafs have won a cup? Like, you just record every possibility. You do every possibility, sort of like Siri. (laughs) We do every possibility. We're good to go for eternity. Game Time Decisions Radio begins. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blue is going to hop up and in. Lou from Gamblue.com will join us. We'll get into uh, the UFC. UFC Fight Island is a real thing, guys. And it goes down uh, this weekend. We've got uh, three championship fights on the card. We'll break them all down with Lou from Gamblue.com. A lot of stuff to get to uh, with uh, Mike uh, Blue. And, of course, it's Wednesday, which means... What's in Cam's bag? And uh, we're wondering what's in Cam's golf bag uh, this week. We're going to work, the Workday Charity. And the charity is us as we try to make money betting on this tournament. What's up, Cam? <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be a good one. No, it's funny. I sent uh, Darsh some golf clubs, and I'm glad I went through my old bag, Gabe. I found 20 bucks there. Don't want to give him 20 bucks on top of the irons that I gave him, right? His buddy came by to pick him up. So I'm feeling kind of generous. I like this tournament this week. I told you there's so you're a couple in a good guys. mood because yeah. you found 20 bucks in an old golf bag. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. Like I didn't I didn't see that. I thought I'd find an old tee or a spike, but 20 bucks is better better than a clump of dirt for my shoes. I'm happy with that. I'll tell you, watch out this week. It's both at Mirfield Village, horses for courses, Gabe. I don't want to give everything away, and I'll be on the late night show with you tonight, Marenzi overnight, uh, to give some top tens and twenties. But Patrick Cantley is going to be my big horse this week, and we'll talk about why. He's the defending champion. Uh, Jack Nicholas is basically his idol. He loves to play for the Golden Bear. He'll be ready to rock this week. All right, well, speaking of ready to rock, are you ready to rock? Because the MLS is back. The MLS is back. I know you couldn't sleep last night. You were tossing and turning. (laughs) Like, ah, it's only 22 hours until the MLS tournament comes back. And, you know, you can talk about Auburn and Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Germany, the Netherlands, Israel, Palestine. But when you want to get into real rivalries, it doesn't get much deeper. The blood runs deep when you talk about Orlando FC versus Inter-Miami. All right? <laughs> this this stuff, like people get shot over this stuff. All right? We're going to break it down. Game time decisions continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Citizens continues. I'm Marenzo. We're kicking away a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Mike Blewett from Sports Grid is going to step up and in. Lou from Gamblue.com uh, will join us. We're going to get into some UFC picks. Wednesday, we always have a lot of picks. We're going to have golf picks. We're going to have MMA uh, picks. We're going to have some MLS uh, picks. We just uh, won the, uh, the TBT bet that we made. Two games today, guys. First up was um, Team Big X. Uh, as in Team Big Ten, Team Big X, they were decked out in green, and they were 
You have to have six guys on the team that played at a school. Like, they take this seriously. You can't just call yourself, oh, yeah, we're the Michigan team. No, no, you can't. Like, yeah. it doesn't work that way. You need to have a minimum six guys that played at that school to be able to call yourself an alumni team. All right? So, Team Big X today didn't have six Spartans, but they had, like, three or four. It was, like, Spartans and Eastern Michigan dudes. And it was, like, a mix. Like, Tom Izzo came on as the guest during the game. His guys. And then I, I just started to burn as they were missing shots. They were like Michigan yes. State camp. They get every rebound. They're working hard and stuff. They're all looking tough. And then they would miss putbacks. They'd miss free throws. It was like, dude, you got to make that shot. And then, and then the Dayton team, thing is with Michigan in that style, you can bully some people. You're not bullying a bunch of kids from Dayton. And you know what exactly. I mismanaged with this game, Cam? Dayton? Dude, it's guys that just play. Like, it's not awesome. alumni. They've got a bunch of young dudes that were on the team, like, last year and two years ago. Yep, so Top teams. Younger, some of these younger college teams have been outmatched by men, no cap. It's like real life. There was another team the other night, like, uh, Oklahoma State had a bunch of dudes that literally played, like, last year on the team. And they're like, oh, you got young, fresh NCAA players. Whatever, dude, you're playing against guys that are playing in the Spanish League, the German League and stuff. They're men, Cam. Sort of like like idiots that think like college kids would be the CFL team. A CFL team would murder them, right? And of you sort of see it. You see it in the same sense now. So hey, props though. Props to um, to uh, Team Red Scare. As uh, uh, that's the Dayton team. These guys uh, came through big. And then we just had Thank a great you. one. Team House of Pain, but uh, not P A I N P I G N. Like Champagne, House of Pain, they decked out in Illinois gear. They just knocked off last year's champions, Carmen's crew. Aaron Kraft has just played his last game. He's officially retired now, supposedly. Oh, I guess he retires all the time. Yeah. You'll be Aaron happy. Kraft last you know. Yeah, bye-bye, Aaron. So, yeah, we took him plus a seven. I didn't I didn't have the uh, the kahunas to, uh, to take House of Pain on the money line. Uh, but I wish I did. But I'm telling you, Kev, really, really fun basketball. Yet sports are back because I'm getting mad about missed shots. I'm getting mad about the bad calls. And today was the first team that I actually disliked in Team Big X, where I'm like, I don't even like you guys. Like, why did I bet on you? And it really upset me. But I came back. Carmen's crew were laying seven. We took House of Pain. We cashed those tickets like uh, Mahomes cashing a $503 million contract. Hopefully we can cash again tonight with this MLS debut, and uh, we'll see what Cam has in store uh, for this uh, this golf tournament. Pretty impressive field, actually, once again, and very unique situation, Cam. And you can you can speak to this to us. We never see this. We've seen this in NASCAR, in which we've never seen this before. Where all right, there's going to be a race Saturday and a race Sunday at the same track. One of them, you know, 75 miles shorter. Etc. Like they'll change it up a little bit, and I don't know, Cam. Like maybe like in the old, 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 old days, but I don't even know if it's ever happened then. Is this like it's got to be like it's the first time in history, right? That two the two consecutive tournaments are at the same golf course. Like they're playing at the same course, guys. They're playing this week, then they're playing next week again. With the yeah, Mirfield Village, same golf course, very unique situation. Exactly. And they're gonna change the pin placements and everything, right? Gabe, here's the way it's gonna work. Think about this. So the work day doesn't have the same cachet as the memorial. So this week, the rough won't be as, as bad. The pins will be a little it's bit easier. easier. But yeah. I'll tell you this. Jack Nicholas is like he has my view about golf. He doesn't like a course. That's his course. You think oh, he wants he the winner to be Bryce thirty under? He not he personally, but he hates that style. You're right. Yes, he wants to see you get out of trouble. He wants to see guys who make pin po- pinpoint shots rewarded. But here's what's going to happen: if it's too easy, Jack's going to make it very difficult for the same track at the Memorial next week. Then we'll go to upper echelon guys. A couple of the long shots still have a chance this week because he's not going to trick it up. But I'll tell you, if the winning score is over 20 under, watch out. It's going to play like a major the week after. So this is something to keep our eye on, Gabe. And I'll tell you something. Jack's not going to – he'll make the pins very, very tough if these guys are murdering his course. So I think it's uh, something we have to pay attention to. 
You know what I find interesting as well? And it's sort of, it's amazing, isn't it? I saw, I saw somebody tweet this out. I think it was Chris Smith, who's actually been a guest on our show before, covers the NBA. Yep. But he tweeted out, he goes, is it just me or does it feel like we sort of went from wintertime into the spring, pandemic, not not really any summer, and now it's almost fall again? <laughs> it's like there's never really been a summer. You know, man, it's like, yeah, we're in July, but it's never really been yeah. like, oh, it's summer, let's relax and stuff. It's always something, pandemics, riots, stress, lockouts, strikes. True. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, God, look, it's August already and it's September. And I bring this up uh, because by the time they leave, by the time they leave um, here, by the time they leave uh, Columbus, which they're actually playing the basketball, actually, Columbus is the hub this weekend. That's the place to be. Columbus, yes. Ohio. The basketball tournament, the golf tournament, that's the sports hub of the world. Well, <laughs> after Orlando and Miami, of course, you know, when they're throwing down that big rivalry. <laughs> but Inner Miami. <laughs> the majors aren't that far off. That's what I'm getting with this. They're the not. first major really isn't all that far off right now. You've got these two tournaments, the 3M Open, then the St. Jude, and then we got a major. Four golf tournaments until a major. It's unbelievable, too, Gabe, as we talked about, just talking about the current numbers. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, a favorite in three of the four majors. You could have got him at the Masters before the pandemic at probably 35 to 40 to 1. He's 12 to 1. I now. remember that. It's kind of an, wow. it's an over it's an overreaction a bit. Like, I still think he has the game yes, to, to do very well in Augusta. But you can't bet it at that number now. That's just, that's not a good number where the best players in the world are going to be there. But you're right, man. They canceled the Ryder Cup, too. So think about that. That's when USA and the world, these guys get a hate on for each other, the Europeans and such. The, now the majors mean so much more without the Ryder Cup. It's going to be very emotional. Hopefully not this friendly pat on the back stuff. I want to see some guys try to tear each other's throats out and win majors instead of being everybody's buddy all the time. It's, uh, it's time for them to step up and get, get things done. Well, Br- Bryson is not in the field uh, this week. He's taking a week off. Um, one yep. guy that is back in the mix after missing of the last couple of weeks uh, due to coronavirus is uh, Brooks Kepka. And if yes. anybody if anybody can stop this this Bryson, you know, freight train right now, it's Brooks Kepka. Right? I mean, people are just talking about how physically dominant this guy was last year uh, as well. So we'll see if he has something to say uh coming back uh this week. You and I talked about him, Cam, and we both said stay away from him. You know, at first, uh, you know, his first tournament back, he hadn't played in a little while. He's recovering from the surgery. You and I both knew he was just trying to find his stroke. He was just trying to, like, go through the routine. This guy doesn't even like playing in these tournaments, all right? If it was up to him, he'd only play in four tournaments a year. Uh, like, all he cares about is majors, but he knows he's got to get his game going a little bit. So he's sort of been in fine-tune mode, and it kind of sucks that he's coming back again and he's a little cold, but... I get the feeling, Cam, he won't be cold. I think Bruce Kepka makes a statement this weekend, and he starts to, you know, crank it up a little bit, and he's got his eye on that major a month away from now, Cam. Kepka, I'm going to keep my eye on this guy. You know he's about to dial it up a notch. He is, and I can't bet everybody in this tournament. And remember this, if Brooks Kepka doesn't win this tournament and is close, you take him again at the Memorial. It'll be a harder course, and what does he do? He, he plays well on in majors, which is a lot harder, Gabe. So this is something to keep our eye on. I like him this week, too, for a top 10, top 20 bet. Uh, but I have a couple other horses in my stable this week. All right, we're going to get in. Uh, we'll get into that. I'll tell you what, the guy that's favored, I'm certainly not taking this guy, big stiff, Justin Thomas. Uh, Patrick Cantley, I know somebody that's uh, that's Pete Cam's curiosity. Mike Blewett joins us next. Bagels Pretty nice of Mike. Thanks. Never being a Cam fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. Watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. 
Hey guys, Sam Stewart, the Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge, get on the grid. Breaking news from the NFL, Raheem Mostert has requested a trade from the San Francisco 49ers after the two sides couldn't agree on the contract. He led the team in rushing with 772 yards and eight touchdowns, despite not even starting once. He broke out big time, 220 yards and four touchdowns in the NFC Championship win over the Packers. The Ivy League has informed all programs fall sports have been canceled. The conference will not entertain playing sports until January 2021. The schedule for the winter act Activities will be updated in mid-July. This approach shouldn't be expected from the FBS conferences with more significant sports programs because the Ivy League schools less financially dependent on sports. Patty Mills putting his money where his mouth is. The Spurs guard plans to donate a cool million dollars to combat racism in his native Australia, including the BLM movement. This figure is his entire salary for the eight games they're going to play in the Orlando bubble. Former NBA player Steven Jackson defending Deshaun Jackson's controversial Instagram post. Jackson said the Eagles receiver was speaking the truth when he posted Adolf Hitler's debunked quote. DJAC apologized on Tuesday. The Eagles condemned his views. It's still unclear what punishment the Eagles will hand to Jackson, if any punishment at all. Steven Jackson was a close friend of George Floyd, the Minneapolis man that died in police custody in May. The New Orleans Pelicans coach Alvin Gentry has been cleared to travel with his team inside the Walt Disney World bubble. Gentry, now 65, has been part of a group that has undergone additional examinations due to their age before being let in. The NFL and NFLPA are discussing player out options for the 2020 season due to coronavirus. There will eventually be a specific date by which players would need to opt out by. Right now, it's to be determined. Sad news, Toledo Rockets D lineman Janiel Douglas was shot and killed late Tuesday night. Police say there was a fight between two men outside a pizza shop before the 20-year-old was gunned down around 11.30 p.m. He was transported to hospital and later passed away. No arrests have been made. Two games from the basketball tournament today as Gabe talked about Red Scare beat Big X 77-68 the final and House of Pain beat Harmon's crew 76-68 the final there. Jorge Masvidal will be down one of his top cornermen when he faces Kamuro Usman at UFC 251 on Fight Island. America top team coach Mike Brown has tested positive for coronavirus. He can't fly to Abu Dhabi. In NASCAR, veteran driver Jimmy Johnson has been cleared to return after two negative tests for COVID-19 and NASCAR will move its August road course date from Walken Glens Back to Daytona. The MLS tournament gets underway tonight as Orlando City takes on Inter-Miami. 8 p.m. Eastern. Orlando plus 160 to win. Inter-Miami plus 140. The draw plus 240. Total two and a half at FanDuel. European soccer action today. Busy day in the EPL. Liverpool beat Brighton and Hove Albion 3-1. Man City smoke Newcastle 5-0. Sheffield United 1. Wolves nothing. And Burnley blank West Ham 1-0. I'm Cam Stewart. Back to Game Renzi on GTD. Game time decisions continues. I am Renzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, get on the grid. At Sports Grid, you can find me on Twitter, at uh, Sports Rage. And uh, you can find uh, Mike uh, Blewett normally lounging on a beach in the Hamptons. Uh, yeah. But um, I, we're, we're fortunate enough that uh, he took time to join us. But as we can see, he definitely had an umbrella. Not a lot of sun where Mike Blewett was. Yeah. No What's way. No way. I can't do it. I got a lot of lights on me, but I also do try to uh, sunblock uh, profusely to, in- to ensure that I don't receive uh, any kind of burn. I'm more of a North Fork guy than a Hamptons guy, but nonetheless, I had a couple of days off with the fam. Oh, oh, North North Fork, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Cam's more of a backyard guy than a Hamptons guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm a burger, sausages, and backyard man. <laughs> also, not a bad thing to be, Cam. Yes. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a every once in a while I'll go on my balcony guy, uh, but we yes, can't all be yes. like Mike Blewett and like a big shot. I don't know. I was just saying, Mike. I thought it was pretty selfish of you to cancel on Monday. You know, I love spending time with the family Fourth of July weekend. Priorities yes, not write, in order. I think he wrote. By the way, I got to give him credit, Gabe. He wrote, he wrote like six emails to us. But that's true. That's true. For the record, <laughs> it is not a cancellation when you then later show up. It is simply a postponement. We yeah, yeah, postpone. Yeah. Like it's, it's fun. Well, at least uh, let me ask you: Do you own a pair of rollerblades? <laughs> yeah. Do you own uh, rollerblades? No, I'm not sure where that question is going, but no. We like your answer. <laughs> Yeah, so far it's a good answer. Well, yeah, one of one of your partners, one of your colleagues, co-host. Yes. Uh, it turns out George Kurtz, George Kurtz had to ref last night. You guys are real pieces oh, of work. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're readjusting the schedule all week for you two. Just kidding, yeah. but you know. So uh, so Kurtz wants the earlier slot because Kurtz has to uh, referee a hockey game. He does. So I'm yeah. like, wow, you guys are playing ice hockey yeah. already in Long Island. What the rinks are open? I said, wow. 
And so we bring it up. We're very excited. We're like, all right, you're refing hockey again. And he sort of drops that the rink is outdoors. And me and Cam are like, wow, it's the middle of the summer. Like, how do you have, like, you know, you guys have, what, you got synthetic ice out there? Like, what's going on? How you play ice hockey outside (laughs) in the middle of July? And he goes, I never said it was ice hockey. It's roller hockey. And, um... See, look at Cam. Like, he can't stop laughing still. It's not something we were very to two believe. Canadians. <laughs> Roller hockey. <laughs> not something you We were very disappointed. Oh, he, he let us down big time. No, right? no, no. Well, that's what I said. Like, I said, you know, roller hockey. I said, I don't want, I don't want, I, I was trying to be delicate with it, but I basically said, like, yeah, exactly. In Canada, roller hockey is sort of viewed like, Female synchronized swimming. You know what I mean? It's like, it's just something like, it's like cross-country skiing. Like, yeah. you, know, you go skiing. Like, are you a downhill skier? Going downhill? Yeah. You go cross-country. Yeah, I got, a, I got a huge basketball Actually, tournament tonight. I got a huge basketball tournament tonight. It's uh, in my bedroom. We're playing Nerf, me and, the, me and my six-year-old. <laughs> Wow, even Blewett's bringing the heat. Now. I like it. Oh, wow. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be honest with you, Gabe. You talking about cross country skiing is an insult to the great people of cross country skiing who are in great shape. Rollerblading's not even in cross country skiing's league. Man, cross country skiing sucks. When I was a kid, I used to go cross country skiing. I wanted to go skiing. Me too. And my grandfather was like, "Oh yeah, we got some." He goes, "Yo, you can go skiing this afternoon." I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "This is awesome." He comes in, he gives me a pair of skis, and then just shows me this trail, like, behind our place. Yep. He goes, there See you go. Babe. Go skiing. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going along. <laughs> After, like, an hour, Cam, I'm like, this is torture. Like, if you want yeah. to torture yeah. somebody, make them cross-country ski, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, like, hope each one. I hope like, your heart doesn't explode. See you in an hour. Yeah, yeah. You're not only are you on like you're on skis that are so long, it's like a horrible walk. You can't go fast, and if you're in the middle of nowhere, you're yeah, screwed. It's, difficult. it's, it's like really a marathon difficult. on skis. It's like you're, you're jogging on skis. You're all sweaty and stuff. It's all hot. Try doing your like it's the cold. only thing worse, Mike. I've done it and I've cross country skied. The only thing worse is doing it with show snowshoes. Like real native style, good luck, buddy. Good luck getting back to where you need to be. I'll see you in nine hours. I think roller hockey is looking better by the moment. Uh, the roller hockey snowshoes, you know, no. the term, the bottom of the, the term, the term snow snowshoes is now like the Redskins and Eskimos no longer allowed to be said. Snowshoes uh, now uh, now banned uh, moving forward. Speaking of which, so um, the Edmonton Eskimos. Are getting oh, squeezed yeah. by sponsors right now, uh, Mike. So there's long-standing, yeah, long-standing Canadian Football League uh, football team named the Edmonton Eskimos are getting roped into this right now with everybody, except they're getting ahead of the curve, and it looks like it looks like they're going to do it. Cam, the Eskimo name is done. Like and once sponsors start stepping up, as we saw, they don't want to be associated with it. The thing is, what do you think, Mike? Like, Eskimos, not a word you hear often, but number two, it's not an offensive word. They, they don't have, like, there's no Eskimo mascot. Their mascot's a polar bear. It's true. Like, it's, yeah. a po- it's like a white polar bear yeah, who's got an Eskimo jersey on. It's cold. That's the whole point. They play, the city they play in is cold. They're Eskimos. means they can deal with the cold well. Like, there's not any, any, like, there's no reference in the uniform or anything. The Edmonton Eskimos. It's cold yeah. as hell in Edmonton. Like, there's nothing yeah. to be offended about. Like I said, like, their mascot cam is a polar bear, bro. It's that bear. It's <laughs> He's that a nice guy, bear. too. Like, yeah. And you bring up the other point. Nobody's you bring up the other offended. point. No. And the thing is, Mike, on their uniform, it says EE. It doesn't even have Eskimos. Like, the yeah. helmet is Edmonton Eskimos. Like, Here's the thing. We could talk about cancel culture and a lot of stuff. Redskins is offensive, and Gabe, I'll give Gabe credit. Even I came around to it. I'm like, names are names. We're overblowing this thing, and I had to put my foot down and listen to people. You know, you guys are right. But Gabe, Mike, Eskimos, 
it's not it's not offensive like it's not it, I just I think we've gone too far like everything's out of control right now blue what are we going to change the Atlanta Braves say they're not changing their names or is that going to eventually happen too like enough is enough in my opinion now, I, listen, I I'm looking mind. at their Wikipedia page right now just because yep. I just want to give you context Mike about how long they've been around for and they're actually not one of the older teams in, in the league I thought to be around a little longer 1949 all right so they've been playing since 1949 when somebody put in their Wikipedia page, it says the team's name is John Controversy and Criticism, and the term Eskimo is considered in Canada to be a racial slur against the Inuit. It isn't. No, it's not. It is not. I actually It isn't. And, the, and in fact, not. exactly. And in fact, it's the Edmonton not. Eskimo organization went to the Inuit, and they spoke to leaders, and they That's said, it. we've got no beef with it. We're not Eskimos. <laughs> they were like... They're like, we're Inuit. We don't, like, we're, we're not insulted by this. So, like, so as far as we don't think you're appropriating es- our Eskimo culture. Is Nobody's not a appropriating anyone's name, culture. Right? Mm-hmm. As far as they're concerned, again, Eskimo right? is not a pejorative uh, term for their, for the Inuit tribe. Well, I can't speak for everyone and every tribe, but it's yeah, not like yeah, the Redskins. Yeah. Nobody yeah. has complained. Put it this way. There's been no Native groups complaining. Nobody's bitched. Nobody thinks of native, like, you don't even think, you know what, dude, the Edmonton Eskimos, what do you, you don't think of Eskimos? You know, it's just, it's sort of, um, I don't know, to me, it's a, what do you think, Mike? The word Eskimos, I, is it, are they doing the right thing? Look, it's not, in my, uh, in my limited interaction with that team and that name, I don't know it specifically to be a pejorative like I do with Washington's team and many of the other things within the NCAA that had to be eliminated. Um, On the surface, I'd have to say that I don't know that I even use that phrase anymore. As you said, there's no Native American, Native American tribes associated with the team. So you don't get this, guys. I they really are want some more background the on the term itself uh, related to how it's being used. Yeah. They're going to change the name of the uh, Eskimo pie ice cream. Yes, like they they're are. not going to make, they're changing the like, name. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, it's it's Eskimo pie yeah. ice cream. Like, enough. Yeah. Like, enough. This is where I draw. Hey, they had a talk this week with the Chicago Blackhawks, and they say, listen, it's a beautiful headdress. It is a, res- a respect thing. We are never going to change our name from Chicago Blackhawks or change our jersey. Gabe, it's one of the most honorable in the league. As I told you, when I played for the Braves and all these other teams, like you wear that jersey with pride, man. It's beautiful. And it's not derogatory like Redskins. It's totally different. You have to look at these things individually. And for the, I, I think it's just it's it's insane that we're even talking about this stuff like this, Marenzi. Like right. Redskins is one thing. Blackhawks, Braves, Eskimos, it's totally different. It's, all it's right, let me, let me throw orders. in. Let me throw this in, and I knew if I put it in the, uh, I knew if I, yeah, I didn't know about that. I can't. Did you know about that, Blue? It's unbelievable. I heard it. Eskimo yeah. pie, no more. Ice cream owners will drop derogatory name for their ice cream. Great ice cream. Man, we're getting a little derogatory. Is a little strong for Eskimo pie. It's an Eskimo pie. It's an ice cream it's sandwich, ice cream. people. It's an ice cream sandwich. Like, what kind of world are we living in here? It's an Eskimo pie. It's cold. It's delicious. Yeah, like you're That's not eating bread. a little Eskimo, kid. It's not like it's exactly. a Exactly. It's ice cream. Like, and I'm pretty politically correct. People rip me all the time. Oh, you're a big You are. Yeah. More than me. Warrior. You are probably yeah. more politically correct than I am. But, but I even me, I'm enough. like... I'm like, really? The change in Eskimo pie now? They're, they're like, the ice cream company's not even going to make it anymore. Look, it, it, here's here's what I'll say. If the word is considered derogatory by the people that it is being cast towards, then I, I'm not going to fight for the name. I, no, I, no, I'm not, I'm not, it's not a hill I'm going to die on either here. I, I'm right. defending yeah. it. I'll put it this way, and I want to throw this out there. If you have to debate whether something is racist or not, it's probably racist. I'll put it that way as well. It's a good rule yeah. of thumb. Same time good decision point. continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real 
as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game Time Decision continues. I am Red, so we're throwing it down with the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. Oh, man, we got a lot of crazy topics that are going on uh, in the world uh, in the last uh, couple of days, including yeah. this next one, as long as we're talking about name change. Let, and let me just say this, too. So, Redskins has to go. It's going. Edmonton Eskimos, well, they're just doing this now. They had a couple of sponsors step up, but it's all but done, Cam. The Eskimos are yes, all but done. We know it's done. Like so, like, like they they basically wave the flag. They they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're looking into it. They're aware. Just quickly for the record, throwing it out there: the Edmonton Empire and the Edmonton Elks are what uh, they're think- kicking around right now because that way they wouldn't have to change anything. It'd be like a big middle yeah. finger, right? E E. They don't change anything. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. There's no logo change. There's no anything change. Yeah, and the bear becomes an elk. Like, That's it. The Edmonton Eskimos have real cool uniforms, too. It's one thing. They got sharp-looking uniforms. I wouldn't want to change them them either. That helmet's iconic, man. That yellow helmet, worn moon. The biggest name change fight that really happened around sports, at least that that I'm familiar with, was University of North Dakota Hockey, which is obviously a historic hockey program. Their name historically was the Fighting Sioux. Uh, Their stadium, their uniforms, their seats in their arena were emblazoned with a Sioux head. It was later determined that the local Sioux tribe was not okay with the name. The NCAA, a long time ago, was in front of this issue. And teams like the Seminoles and the Fighting Illini were able to keep their names and logos and everything else in conjunction with an agreement with a local tribe. North Dakota was unable to do that, and it was removed several years ago. They're now called the Fighting Hawks. But if you go to a North Dakota game, you will still hear them chanting, uh, let's go Sue." That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, even uh, there's a university, McGill, actually, the McGill Redmen, and their nickname was the Redmen. And they were forced to change their name, even though it had nothing to do with anything. Redmond was basically like a, uh, it mean like you were a lettered engineer type thing. Mm-hmm. You're a right. redman. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it had nothing to do with like skin color. It was like your, your education. Like, yeah, I'm a redman. Like basically I'm an engineer. You're all uh, smart. It's like an Ivy League type, you know, school type thing. Redmond. Yeah. It had nothing to do with like anything racial or anything. But same crap. They change your name to the Red Storm. <laughs> it's like, yeah. and then it's like people are yeah, like, "Come yeah. on, man! Like, what, what are we doing here?" Like, it's an it's, it's named after the engineering group. But I do think at some point, listen, if we're going to do this, do it all now. I don't want this crap. I don't want every five years people changing what they find offensive. I agree. You know what I'm saying? If you well, don't like it, that put your hand up happen. now. Put your hand <laughs> up now. And you better say what you want. It's like a kid. You got to go to the bathroom, then you better go now, punk. Otherwise, because we're not stopping again. All right? That's my attitude right now. I'd say, all right, listen, all you pinko commies. You better, like, raise your hand now and tell me what other team you don't like. Because I'm not changing any more names after this. We'll do it now. We're like, O'Reilly, we'll do it live. (laughs) We'll do it live. So, Indians, gone. Fine. Redskins gone, fine. Eskimos, you're gone too far, but whatever. Well, you know, it is what yeah, it is. We're not going to win this battle, Cam. It's over. All right. It so, is. We've lost. But where yes. does it stop? And I like the fact that the Blackhawks today basically said, "No, we're not. Yeah. We're not changing we're not the name." Like they name. emphatically no. said, "It's not happening. It's not disrespectful." 
I like they basically said, you know, <laughs> native groups are going to get more money now, though. Blackhawks are yeah. like, we're going to look into ways to honor it more, i.e., yeah, we better start giving <laughs> some time some money. We better start yeah, giving as some time some money. As long as you get the envelope, everybody's at, hey, it's yeah. good, great ideas, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, I money guarantee talks. you're going to see the Blackhawks sponsoring a local at Christmas night at the local casino. The native oh, casino. For sure. Brought to you for by sure. the Blackhawks. Like, <laughs> but yep. what? So Blackhawks? No, you don't change that. Indians fine, but the Atlanta Braves basically said, "Screw you." Then people want the, like the Texas Rangers name changed because the Texas Rangers no, no. in the old days did some bad things. Mike, where is it? Stop, bro. Uh, it doesn't really. When you go down these rabbit holes, obviously we're going to continue to monitor, look into, research. Like There are obviously things that can be discussed that you can't possibly be educated on every single topic. So I guess we just have to bring it up as it comes along. But to assume that we're going to cover it all, cover all bases now, it ain't going to happen because what happened with, with Washington and you their change name it changing, now, that's come up I don't want to be here to clamoring, oh, we had a great name before. Let's change it. But that's the thing. Like, I'm with you, Marenzi. If I hear any bitching and complaining after this, like, it's now or never. It's in stone. Enough. I'm with you. Like, yeah. we have to draw a line somewhere or it's just going to get it's annoying. Well, what, what, what do we say? Well, we better change the name of the Miami Heat because it's disrespectful, disrespectful to burn victims. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what, Guys like me. Sunblock. Yeah, yeah exactly. The yeah, heat. Like, what, the what, what, yeah. Like, you know, everything. You know, it's... Uh, I get it, though. Like I said, if you got to argue whether something is racist or not, it probably is. It probably is. All right, let's get uh, let's get into something more serious, actually, as far as name changes. And I well, I got to get to this, and then we'll get to the serious stuff. That's my favorite as story somebody, that you forwarded me today. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> your interest about it, and then I actually noticed, I'm like, oh, because of your last name. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Listen, everyone's name is made out to be something. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, but, you know, Mike blew it. You know, it's 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 uh, it's it's a good one. Now yeah, the question is, like one. Cam, if your last name was Blewett, would you have like a vanity plate? Blewett. Yeah, like in capital like letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're proud of it, right? He's part of the Blewetts, man. You know, great what great horse this? racing capper. Yeah, like I like Blewett. What about this? What about grab her? And if we can get a shot up for people that are watching. This is just too good. I nearly fell off my chair, bro, when I saw this story. Grab her. So, yeah, there's a dude in Nova Scotia, and he's got a vanity license plate. He's got a vanity uh, license plate, and in capital letters, it says grab her. Like G-R-A-B-H-E-R. His last name is Grabber. His name is Lorne Grabher. He's had a vanity <laughs> license plate. Grab her. They've told him he can't use this anymore because it's offensive. <laughs> 27 years his family's had it. Yeah, wow. he wants to go to the Supreme Court. He's like, I'm not giving it up. He goes, it's my last He'll name. Win. You can't say my last name is offensive. Um, yep. what, what do you I make like of this? My, my only deal is, would you want to have a, a license plate named Grab Her? In capital letters. Yeah. So there's it's a, not, yeah, go ahead. It's Ken. not good. Cause sorry, I'll, I'll just go and then I'll throw to you, Mike, but grab her. Unless you're a guy who knows him or a neighbor of the community. If you see the license plate with grab her there, you're assuming the guy's a pedophile or a serial killer or some kind of uh, nefarious character that you don't want to know who's hanging out, especially with a van too. Sorry, Gabe, I don't want to use stereotypes, but remember the other guy too, uh, ass man. Remember the his last was it with the ass man he put it on it? Uh, side uh, fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, there was another guy, an Argos fan too. I think it's like it was Assman. Like that was his family's oh, last yeah, name. Yeah, like yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was Assman, right? So yeah, I'm the ass man. But anyway, uh, that one's pretty tight. Like Grabber, kind of. I hate to say it, he's got a case because it's fa his family name, but it also insinuates bad things like kidnapping and other things. So I'm gonna have to say no. Uh, yeah, did we get a shot up of it? I haven't seen it up here. It's not a space in between the two letters. It's just his name. I, I understand the connotations of it, but is somebody really going to get triggered by a license plate that is somebody's last name? Uh, I think no. You know, but especially no. it's sort of like what Donald Trump dropped a couple of years ago too. It's a weird thing to have on your plate. 
But it's one of these deals. He lives in a small town, like Cam said. Like Cam said, you know, everybody knows him. Um, you know, everybody knows him in the town, and everyone gets a laugh out of it and a, and a chuckle out of it. But yeah, 27 years. But it's just great. Uh, it's too bad we don't have the picture up. Uh, of by it. the way, uh, by the but way, it's capital is- letters. Grab her. This started because of one single complaint from someone. It's not like the entire town is like, hey, dude, you got to lose this license plate. People are freaking out. All it out. takes is one. They think you're a stalker, and yeah. you got to get rid of it. It was one single you know, like, complaint. 27 years, he's had the plate. One person complained, and now he's got to go to the That's Supreme today's Court. world, Mike. That's what we're talking about. 27 well, years, saying, he was home. Uh, I, nice and cool. Yeah, but I'm saying let as him the keep crap, it. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm, listen, well, time I'm is... getting a vanity plate now with blue it on it. That's it. Yeah, well, you're going to see that legally. Right, and yeah, if they do don't, it. you go viral. You can go on the news and everything. Right. The New Jersey authorities won't let uh, lo- local men, you know, get li- license plate. Like, I Cam, we should try to get a license plate. Behind me. Get bent. <laughs> no, get Get bent is a, I think that's acceptable. It's not, you're not doing anything rude or nefarious. Like, hey, hey, get bent is just a term. Get bent. I love right, it. So we I, gotta, I saw a guy. We got to ask yeah, Blue a serious to. question. We got to ask Blue a serious question here. <laughs> you see, um, the Ivy League postpones things. Okay. And the, the yeah. Ivy League doesn't have to worry about sports from a financial standpoint. They can actually do things from a safety uh, standpoint. Just as the Ivy League was pretty much the first one to shut down their college tournament at the time, basketball, when the pandemic hit. But, you know, I don't think people realize football season's around the corner. I think people are sort of in denial as much as about football as they are and the virus as a whole, Mike, because they want football, because they think they deserve football, because they think, well, I've been, it's been rough life for the last four or five months. Football better come back, man. Stephon Diggs came out and said, I'm not comfortable. They said, are you comfortable? Because I can't lie to you. No, I'm not comfortable. This is a real thing. I'd, I'd be shocked if they kick off September 10th, guys. I think they're going to do everything in their power to kick off September 10th, even if it looks really bad as we're doing it. And I think they are desperate to do it. What's important about the Ivy League to me is that you're right. They, they aren't dependent necessarily upon the finances, even though March Madness being canceled has an impact on them, and this could potentially impact jobs within their athletic department and others. But even though they are not at the top of the mountain in terms of, say, football powers, they still hold a lot of weight with other athletic departments because they are still looked at on some level as a guiding light during decisions like this. Stanford cancels 11 sports. The Ivy League isn't yep. going to play. Other teams and uh, certainly other colleges in the region, the Northeast, are going to look at canceling sports. Does it mean that the Power Five schools don't play football? I don't think so yet, but Big Ten and Pac-12 are already implementing uh, plans for it to be a conference-only season, no interconference games or no non-conference games. You know what it reminds me of, Cam, and you remember I brought this up at the time, and I think I was like the only one. Remember Division Two canceled their college basketball tournament like way ahead yep. of everybody else? Way like a week ahead. or two. Yep. And they were they like, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not doing this. Like, shut it down. Not even any no fans. Like, no, no, cancel it all. Shut it all down. This is bad. And I brought up at the time, and I said, well, the virus doesn't recognize whether you're a D2 fan, D2 athlete, <laughs> D2 coach, or D1. Exactly. And remember I brought up, Kev, I said, therefore, well, if you have to shut down the ACC tournament in Maryland, wouldn't you have to therefore shut down the Washington Capitals? It's the same air. So that's what bothers me about jackasses out there. The people that go, I don't care about Ivy League football. Yeah, I don't care whether you care about the caliber of their football league, all right? They're athletes. They're playing a sport. I know they happen to be the smartest schools in America, all right, if not the yeah. world. And they're not playing for a reason, guys. Okay? You can be all like, you know, you know, snide about how good the Ivy League is. Well, they want to play, and they're not playing for a reason. Hang in here, Mike. Uh, we'll wrap up with you on the other side. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Business continues. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down. we got a couple of more minutes with Mike Blewett before Lou from Gablu.com steps up and in to kick it uh, with us. So, uh, Mike, you threw it out. We were talking about the Ivy League. and Like I said, people are just flipping all the time and then, until it happens to them. It's like real life. Nobody cares until it happens to them. Oh, I don't care about the MLS. Oh, ho, ho, ho. FC Dallas. Oh, ho, ho. Well, you'll care when it's the Dallas Cowboys, all right, I guess. But I guess they breathe different air. It's different. No, no, it's the NFL. And I like what uh, J.C. Treader said. And a very smart guy with the Cleveland Browns. He's the head of the NFLPA. This guy is like a really smart guy. They, they have a real good guy in charge, finally. And he said, he said the NFL just sort of thinks, it's sort of like the Trump uh, theory. The virus will just disappear. Like that, basically the NFL, they don't have any like really detailed safety anything. Their thought is, well, wash your hands and, you know, we're the NFL. It'll be fine. And a lot of guys are saying because they pulled off the NFL draft, the Dallas head is all big now. And it's a big, big difference between doing a draft and actually playing. But big impact, Mike, with Stanford cutting 11 sports. It's not going to be the only school. That's 20 national championships they just cut today, Mike. Programs that yeah. have won 20 national championships. And then once again, Pretty people good. will say, oh, I don't care about the volleyball team in Stanford. I don't care about the swimmers. I don't care about this. Yeah, well, whatever. You'll care. You'll be asking in eight years. How come the U.S. doesn't win any gold medals anymore in the Olympics, Mike? Like, the system yeah. is crumbling, bro. This is what's going yeah. on. There's a President's Cup, the Director's Cup, excuse me, that's set up for college athletic departments to compete in every year, uh, sponsored by a major rights holder uh, in college athletics. And Stanford has won it 25 years in a row, meaning they are the most successful wow. athletic department Amazing from school. top to bottom in the country based the on their one cut. <laughs> so, no, they're uh, the best, Gabe. They win at everything: golf, gymnastics. Uh, like that, Stanford yeah. is the cream of the crop, man. Always. Look, this yeah, is a they, long they, time. This, this is the tip of the iceberg for this. It is a long time coming for many programs. They tend sad. to be bloated and are we go, uh, very often in financial trouble. But bagels and Thanks, bad guys. beats. Take care, Mike. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed, and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world, Patriots. From that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.